0: Uh, Hughes, Ed, and
1: Darren, here's the podcast. Uh, it is the podcast, mate. So we can po- just have fun. All right, yeah, you have fun. I'll it. have fun.
2: Thanks. So I'll have more fun. Bye. Than
1: you. No one has more fun than me. Have
2: fun, everybody.
1: Fuck me.
2: <laughs> the Hughes, Ed, and Aaron podcast.
1: <laughs> now, the rumor is that Aaron had a fight at a hotel, and I don't think we should name the hotel. No, just let's, gonna, not, think, name let's hotel. not name the
2: I hotel. I didn't really have a fight, but. Well, that's what you was... said in
1: the signal group. You said well, you okay, had a fight was, at a.
2: Yeah, the only reason. I'm just worried that because I nearly had a fight last week at the blood-giving centre, that people are going to start to think that I'm the problem and I am not. But my God, I got kicked out basically. and of a I, hotel? Yes.
1: What, were you marched out, hands behind the back? Were you <laughs> thrown down the stairs?
2: <laughs> no, but I'm so angry. I've just, I've just sent emails to the CEO of the company <laughs> asking them to call me.
1: How <laughs> what, what do you get kicked out of a hotel?
2: Oh, wait, you want to know now? Or are we teasing? No, now. Yeah, right. Okay, forever. so I just went to the hotel yesterday, just um, to use the pool, and the manager, who's absolutely lovely, I, I texted him and said, "He said, okay, if I come use the pool," and he said, "Oh, absolutely." I didn't actually realise it is actually open to the public. He said, "There's an you event wanted, you on the
1: red carpet." She wanted the red carpet.
0: I'm <laughs> on the white.
2: Such
1: a knob. Can you
0: organise
2: <laughs> me? <laughs> anyway, I wanted to go and do some more of my songwriting in a like a quiet space, and he said, "Oh, look, yeah. there's an event on at five." But it's they haven't booked the whole venue. It's not a private event. so just yeah. so you know there'll be some people around, but uh, you're welcome to come up, use it sure. for as long as you want. But, okay. I said, yeah, great, amazing. went upstairs. there was it was quite full, a few people around, but there was the event people setting up, etc, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. I sat down and started to go through the song that I had showed to Amy Shark for our regular listeners earlier yeah. <laughs> this week. and I've got a Prosecco, a glass of Prosecco, it was lovely. And then this woman walked up to me and said, I'm going to need you to leave. We have an event starting at 5. And it was about maybe four thirty, four forty. And I looked up and I said, oh, sorry. I said, I've been told that that I can stay, that, yep, that it's not sure. a private event, that it's still open to the public. Yep. She said, no, that's not the case. I'm going to need you to leave. And I said, well, sorry. I said, It felt the...
1: personal. Did it feel personal? Well, it was... well,
2: no, it did initially, but then, mm, so I said, uh, I it, said, yeah. uh, Look, I said the hotel manager has told me that that I'm allowed to be here. So maybe you and he need to speak yeah. because he doesn't speak to the
1: manager. He doesn't yep.
2: understand Fair that enough. that you know your view of this is different. And she said, "I don't need to speak to anyone. You need to leave." And Goodness. I said, "Okay." I said, "Give me a moment, please." And then I went to text the manager and said, yeah. "This woman is. Do you want me to read out the message I sent to him? Because then it, sure. it's authentic. You know, it's not yeah. like I'm exaggerating no. after the yeah. moment." I said...
1: Don't say his name.
2: No, I won't. I said, hey, a lady is asking me to leave very rudely. I tried to explain that you said I could sit here and she was so dismissive and rude, said she didn't need to talk to you that I need to go. And as I'm typing that, she'd started to walk around to the other guests using the pool, including like a couple of lovely older ladies with a little like three or four year old who just who was so excited to swim, telling them all that they had to leave. And I yeah, just grandmas
1: went, with their grandkids, yeah. Yes,
2: and I, I just I just said sorry. I said you can't. These are guests. You can't tell people so to you leave. Went you went up to her then. Did yes, you, you, I said you haven't booked the whole <laughs> venue <laughs> because because the older ladies.
1: You chased around the pool.
2: The, <laughs> the older ladies and the little. <laughs> girl wanted to sit and she wouldn't let them sit anywhere. So I let them sit on my seat and I'm going, this is so rude. Like, sorry, but no. And anyway, and then the manager came up, Ben. and uh, Did you work out the angles where you could push her into the pool? Did you think pen. about pushing
1: this woman in the pool? I,
2: look, I, I thought about it.
1: Shoulder charge. <laughs> I
2: didn't. And anyway, <laughs> then the manager came up and, and went to her and said, what's going on? And she said, "Um, she, <laughs> she said, We've got an event at five. He said, no, I'm the hotel manager. I know, but you haven't booked the whole space. You know, it's yeah. not just for your event. It, the other people can stay here. And she said- It's a pool. He said, you can't ask people to go. And she looked him in the eye and said, oh, no. I, she said, I'm sorry. I just asked her to move so we could set up. And I was like, oh, I said, no, you did not. You told me to leave and I said and then <laughs> I said and then you told everyone else around the pool including children that they had to leave and you have no right to do that and then she, she said I and, and I said and you did it so rudely she said I was not rude I said you were rude and then behind her two other people who she told to leave started nodding furiously she when was I was rude when I said you were rude and so then I said they're nodding look and so then everyone turned around and these poor people who are obviously just nodding to support me just I felt bad then because I'd exposed their nodding, but I needed to be backed up. How so that- long
1: did you stay? Did you stay during the event? <laughs> no. Were you still there? Did you get involved in the event? Or was it? Did you do a, like well, a 10-minute
2: speech a during the event? No. A so then I actually drink. just said, <laughs> I just said, you know what? I'm, not, I'm, I'm going. And then when I looked, I then stalked Instagram to see who had actually been at the event. And all I'm going to say is. No. Well, yeah. What are you going to say? All I'm going to say is they, they would have been very grateful. They needed, grateful they needed it. <laughs> <laughs> would
1: have
2: been the best they, thing about that event. They needed me.
1: Uh, see
0: Today FM.
1: We're here to help people with their problems, uh, especially animal problems. We, we do have Dr. Katrina Warren coming up oh, legend. to answer this situation, to get to the bottom of it. But first off, I told the story yesterday about a, a friend of my wife, a work colleague of my wife's. And their dog, and actually, they've rung through themselves so what? they can tell their own story. Oh, good yes. b- uh, welcome to the show, Tim.
0: Now we're talking about your dog. What is your dog's name?
3: G'day, Husey. Uh Our dog Steve. He's a he's a beautiful little puppy. He's about uh, nine months old Aww. now. He's a tiny little thing. His dad was a toy poodle and his mum was a toy cavoodle. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we bravely sent him into the vet to get him de sex, because we thought it would be the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is the right thing to do because there's too many – back in the day, there were stray animals all over Australia because no one got their dogs de-sexed and they just were were oh, they were it, just like doing things to other dogs. Every time you and... left you, your house, you'd trip over two dogs.
2: <laughs> well, he's, he, he, he's
3: currently doing that to my daughter's teddy bear regularly. Yeah, so, right, yeah. so he's <laughs> having relations with the teddy bear. Oh,
2: Beautiful. the dog? I think he oh. meant God. I'm <laughs> having relations with the teddy bear. Now,
1: now, so you took the dog to get de-sexed and what did they say? at the? What happened?
3: So I've dropped him off. I said to them, do I hang around or do I come back later? They just said, look, we'll do it. Come back later in the day. They said, we've got to knock him out to do the job. And um, it was going to cost around about 300 to $400 to, for the Reasonable. procedure. And yep. my wife and I thought that's all right. Anyway, I, 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 I went off and I was doing something and I'd, I'd, I must have had my phone on silent. And I'd, I'd missed the call probably 45 minutes later. So they'd called my wife, Anna. And luckily she said no, because uh, they'd said to her, look, Anna, we... Uh, we can only find one testicle, and um, for us to dig a bit deeper and make sure we get both of them out, it's uh, the operation's now going to cost around about two thousand dollars.
1: Two thousand wow. dollars. You guys thought that's too much money, and so you basically took Steve home without without anything happening to Steve. Is that true?
3: Well, I, I went back to the vet then to, to pick him up, and uh, the, the poor little fella, they'd already not he'd already been sedated, so he'd had all of the oh. uh, underneath his chin down his throat shaved where they'd given him the needle and. Um, yeah, he, he was uh, walking on the floorboards like an ice skater. He was slipping around all over the place, but they, they actually hadn't done anything to him because uh, without our permission, <laughs> they yeah. couldn't. So and he's um, still
1: got the one. He's still got the one left that he, and he, we don't know about the other one. Is that true?
3: That's right, yep.
1: Well, mate, we've got Dr. Katrina
3: Warren, me. Thank you. Who's, right. who's Australia's
0: number uh, one vet. The absolute number one. Now, welcome back to the show, Dr. <gasps> Katrina. You, you've you heard Tim's story. and Yes. Is this common?
4: It's not uncommon and it's more common in toy dogs. So interesting Ah. that Steve is a half-toy poodle, yes. In the little dogs. That's called cryptorchidism. So it's when one or more, one or two testicles don't descend into the scrotum. So what actually happens, right, is when their dog's developing, their testicles actually form up near the kidneys and they drop down in time into the scrotum through what's called the inguinal canal, right? So for some reason one of the testicles hasn't dropped, okay? Now, Jeez.
1: could Steve still impregnate another dog with the one?
4: I'm likely to impregnate, right, because the sperm production is affected, okay? They yep. can still produce hormones but not necessarily active sperm. Mm. However... There are other risks and the risk, the big one is that testicle, wherever it is, so it's, uh, this is why it's costing money because they have to locate it. They can't just go in and go, oh, there's the testicle. They probably have to um, ultrasound or x-ray or whatever to find it. The testicle can twist on itself, mm. torsion, yeah, which mm. is a mm, medical oh. emergency and really painful and they don't know where it is. So then you're looking at a very expensive procedure mm. and also prone to testicular cancer. Oh,
0: goodness me. So 10
4: times more likely to get a cancer in that testicle. (laughs) Uh,
0: Katrina, I've been saying this for a long time. Mm. I don't care what animal you're buying. uh, If it's a dog, if it's a horse, if it's a goat, if it's a penguin, reach under have a grab. Make sure there's two there. That's your message today, is it not?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's
2: the one. <laughs> yeah, okay. she's a you your just, message? That's beautiful. Even if you're just
0: walking past a stable, oh. reach your hand in, just grab <laughs> a couple, just to make sure they're there. Didn't <laughs> you ask for if it was okay? <laughs> no, you got to consent. You got to ask. Sorry,
1: consent. But, uh, but can we look? <laughs> so, so you're saying that Tim should spend the two has to spend the two thousand dollars if he loves his dog, oh, Doctor Katrina? Is that what you're saying?
4: Pretty much. Oh, oh, I'm saying, how do you feel, feel about that, Tim? How
1: do, you, how do you feel, Tim?
3: Well, I think I'm going to stick to my plan and go and get a quote from another vet. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> Look,
1: What's the cheapest you could do that job for, Katrina? Katrina
4: well, hasn't worked in a vet clinic for about <laughs> 25, 30 years, that's so I don't think you'd be trusting me
2: with <laughs> <laughs> <for> anything. <laughs> If you're a vet. <laughs> you are our expert and we love you. Thank oh, you so a,
0: much. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Katrina Warren. Always the best. If you're a cut price vet, give us a call. 13, 10, 60, a nod and a wink. We pay yeah. cash.
2: Yes. Cash is key. Yeah, why are they? Key? Sorry, yeah, yeah, why is yeah, it only yeah. tradies who get all this cash trade stuff? Yeah, yeah. We need to Can open up to, Katrina to hospitals, to vets. Catra-
1: yes. Katrina, before you, we got. you're still there, Katrina?
2: I am here.
1: Do you do cash jobs at all anymore or I- not?
4: Maybe times are tough, you know. Oh, oh, right,
0: there we yeah. go. Stay on the line.
5: The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast.
0: Husey, Ed and Aaron. Um, we've already had some potty words, and now we're going to have uh, Colin Fasnidge. He's known for him. He's a faz.
1: There's he's, he's no one more Faznidge than Colin Faznidge. Yeah.
0: You
2: okay.
1: Nah.
0: Oh him.
2: <laughs> the Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Today FM.
1: Now, Erin, Sunday, Stellar Magazine can't wait. Yes,
2: yeah, so <laughs> I have, <laughs> you really sold that. I've joined them as a columnist this year, which is yeah, really great. exciting. Obviously, I write yeah. a column in the Daily Telegraph once a fortnight, which is much more politics, national security. So yeah. Stellar is kind of a space where I can talk about Relationships. Stuff you would talk about on the radio. Stuff. Exactly. It's much yeah, more, more aligned to radio. Good, so I'm really times. excited to be able to do both. Mm. And I've started with I guess a little bit of a bang. I, I the, the kind of opening line of my column is something to the effect of I was fourteen when I first hated my body. And it's it's a um it, it's something that I think a lot of women in particular, but a lot of men as well, but, oh, yeah, but definitely definitely um can relate to. Yeah, And I, I just talk about I don't think I've, I've never been really completely honest with my journey, with my body and how I feel about my body and body imaging and eating issues and all these kind of things. And I think the main reason, cause I, I like to share a lot and I like to share things that I think help people, but there's always been this thing in my mind, well, until I'm fully healed or, or until I don't have any issues at all, like that's when you share, you share once you've fully healed or oh, back in the day I had this issue, but I think when it comes to body image. None of us who have been impacted by it will ever be completely without it. And that's something as I've gotten older that I've learned to accept. And I'm 10 billion times better now than I ever have been. But it still rears its ugly head. And I, I did a podcast with Stella actually talking about it. And these are just a, a couple of little bits to give you an idea. The first one is talking about kind of in the, during the footy show days. There was so much in that environment that I couldn't control some of the the nasty feedback, some of the trolling, uh, just the headlines that would come almost after every show that I found very difficult to deal with. I don't anymore, but I did back then. And I look at the only thing I could control was how my body looked. And I went on to kind of talk about sometimes sitting on that desk and, I mean, in my mind no one else knew, but the way that I would be feeling hosting those show just purely from a physical perspective. Have a listen. I do not know how I did my job for a lot of that time because often I was going on air with absolutely nothing in my stomach, hosting a three-hour show, shaking. I remember the amount of times I would be there and my hands would be shaking and it wasn't because I was nervous. Sitting next to Fatty on that desk, no, I wasn't nervous. I was hungry and I was on the brink of collapse. That's how bad my eating was at probably the peak of my professional life and nobody knew. In fact, I say that people probably knew. So I get very honest and it's hard for me to be very honest in this space because I still feel um, a lot of shame, I think. Well, know? there's no shame. That's, you, yeah, you, but, you, but you do, you still feel, and because I don't think you ever fully overcome it, you, it's always there. But I think what the message I'd like to say, and read the column because I'm hoping it will resonate and it might help people and listen to the podcast. But I guess the point I'd like to make is is we're told that we need to be completely body positive all the time, or we're told we, we're not allowed to care. We're told so often how we're meant to feel about our bodies. And I just, at the age of 40, I'm allowed to feel good sometimes. I'm allowed to feel bad sometimes. I'm allowed yesterday to be excited that Elle McPherson said that I was the prettiest and sexiest in the room, but I'm also allowed to hope That in 20 years, if someone says that to my daughter, that it doesn't make her feel as happy as it did me because it won't matter as much. I just think we need to just relax, be allowed to feel the way we feel, work really hard to not let it control our lives, but also be easy on ourselves on the odd occasion that it might.
1: Good on you for being honest. A lot of people will relate. There's so many people spend so much time hating themselves and it is crazy and i've I've certainly been there and i appreciate your honesty so well done sunday sunday magazine the podcast is out today fm
0: your better homes and gardens is back just the 30th year on air wow uh, 7 Mm -hmm. p.m tonight on channel 7 and 7 plus and joining the team joining the cast is australia's Favorite chef, there I said it,
5: Colin Fazzini. Thank you. I like that favorite chef. No, it's, yeah. it's not bad. That's, I
2: mean, we say a lot of things that aren't yeah. true, but don't yeah. change over flattering. the years. Of favorite <laughs> chef. But what a
1: hot new ingredient to throw yeah. into the better homes the, and gardens. The Irish chilli. <laughs>
5: the Irish
1: are
2: you saying chili? That it the Green some sex appeal. Are you, Husey? You yeah. think it was lacking?
1: No, I, the, Joanna and me go back a long way. Not, not like you. that, but you know. <laughs> I've always been a fan of her work, and she knows that. I know she's wandering around the studio, but yeah, she can't come in because you has got other things on. You know, she's, she's great. Have you loved boss, working she's with? She's busy.
5: You've, <laughs> you've loved working with her. I imagine. If, yeah. I've known Joanna since I started at MKR eleven years ago. Oh, so they yeah. would come round my house and do better homes like. We'll all, with all my kids and my wife, we but all pretend we get on for an hour. Oh, we'd film, God, that's hard, We'd have dinner, oh. then she'd leave, oh, wow. and then we'd all just go our separate ways. <laughs> it's
1: yeah. exhausting. Be yeah. happy, kids. Australia need to know that you're yeah, you're, yeah, you're a great dad. Though does he look like a great dad? He does, doesn't he? You Aaron? do look like look... a
2: great dad, and you're fifty. But so you must be just fairly try that in the mix. <laughs> well. No, I was just looking at you, going, you, you look. Incredible, like if say if I were to put You're you in, H- Hughes, yeah, it's a very young age, but well, like, I'm are older you... than
1: him, I'm three years yeah, old. So. That's not a lot. You had a hard That's... life, though,
2: he's had a I've hard had life. He looks like he's had a hard life. <laughs> no, I've had, it's the Irish background, but I've
1: been in this country longer than you, Colin. You don't know what the sun can do to this <laughs> Irish skin. You know? How long have you
5: been here for? 25 years. All right, it's long enough. So what's your kind of, What do you,
2: are you a healthy person by nature? Are you like, you enjoy the finer things in life? Like, what's your lifestyle like?
5: Uh, Chef-wise, chef in the early days, I was not a very healthy person. No. And now we're like 50, as you pointed out. Yes. I I like to train and eat well. And yeah. You know what the key is? Moisturiser. Oh,
2: I've, oh, I've worked hey, in TV wow. for 20 years. Gizzy, it's moisturized. I've, I've just started. It, just This started. my
1: wife worded you up because she bangs on about moisturising yep. every single day to me and I still haven't got on that
5: train. Whatever's in the cupboard and looks expensive, I Use. put it on. Oh, like, God, I live your in a house of three women. you. It's great.
2: Uh, do you use retinols and all the serums and the hyaluronic? and Whatever it
5: is yeah. and it looks, get it on there. Well, it's when working. do
1: you put it on? Do you put it on in the morning or night? When do you Bowls. put moisturiser on?
5: Some nights it actually burns the face off you and you put no, the absolutely. wrong stuff on. But anyway, you <laughs> learn.
2: <laughs> i got to ask you. I mean, if that happens, you might get angry. And and anger is something that we deal with on a daily basis in this radio show. Because Husey, he started the year by saying... I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get angry. He's failed miserably already in my week three. One, I had he, one. Had, mate, one. this meeting we had, oh, oh I mean, it was so entertaining. If you're not it was <laughs> the one. one that is receiving or giving, it's just, it's God, it's great to watch. But how can he better control his anger?
5: Well, I do this thing, right? It's called yep. the crocodile. Right? Oh, yes. Go so ahead. I live in a house of three women, two teenagers mm. and my wife. So yep. in the morning, when they're all kicking off, yeah, and I'm in bed, I just lie there. I'm awake, but I pretend to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... It's really hard for Husey to do that during the well, show. <laughs> I just go to a better place. That's what it is, Susie. Just go to yeah. a better place. Think of a happy time in your life. So that's what I do every morning. And it's just kicking off, like bras, everything flying left, right, and center. Right, yeah, yeah. And I just pretend I'm asleep. That's oh,
1: actually awesome uh, brilliant. I actually,
0: yeah. I'm going to use that. Just, but just. No, I want to know what the happy place you'd go to is. Yeah, where that's I would, go awesome. yeah, where to? Where would you go? massage parlour. Oh, oh.
5: That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, well, well it's a bit early for that. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> it really? <laughs> <laughs> you. <really I'm afraid, laughs> can I just point out that uh, <laughs> Erin is sitting next to me in lingerie. <laughs> she's wearing a nightdress, a see-through nightdress.
2: Not see-through. Well, is well I, I well, see-through, well.
5: I'll tell you that now. You know what?
2: And she's wearing that. You know why she's wearing that collar?
5: You don't know why she's wearing see-through that baby. You know why she's wearing that. Colin Why
1: Because she knew You were coming in well, Thank you so much Can I just say it worked Congratulations
0: <laughs> All round 7pm tonight Channel 7 back. And 7 plus The Crocodile Returns Better Homes and Gardens <laughs> Thank Colin Jan, and we love Thank you, man. you
2: The Hughesy Ed and Aaron Podcast Hughie <laughs> uh, and Erin,
0: uh, we're going to have Fork You Friday coming up. And then what happens when you are a Love Island contestant and you end up uh, engaged to the Australia's biggest influencer and you've got a hit podcast on Listener called Where's Your Head At? Let's find out with Matt Zukowski,
2: The Hughie Ed and Aaron podcast.
0: See Ed and Aaron. Today FM. Uh, you will know him from Love Island and then his journey of love moved into the real world. And uh, Aaron Mullen, take it from here.
2: Well, it got off an island and onto one of Australia's biggest influences, Tammy Hembro, who I've followed online for for years and years. What?
1: Mm. You said he got off an island. Yeah. And then (laughs) got onto Tammy. (laughs) That's a so-to-speak sort of yeah. <laughs> the terminology. Well, I reckon was...
2: people weren't taking it literally. Matt, were you taking it literally?
6: Well, it did literally happen. Well, you but... did. <laughs>
2: yeah, <exactly. laughs>
6: thank you, Matt. Thank I wasn't you thinking so about much. Thank, thank you. <laughs> See, finally yeah, someone geez. who was real. See, real, <laughs> well, thank That you. makes
1: it worse. <laughs> it actually
2: happened. <laughs> so uh, you guys are in the media a lot, uh, and one of the reasons you've been in there more so lately is that you got engaged after yes. what? Other people, I was about to say normal people, would consider a short period of time. I'm all for this. I kind of think if you know, you know, I'm always, have always been a really quick mover in a row when yeah. I met someone and clearly it's worked out really well for me. But <laughs> well, don't that, say that for me. That aside, no. <laughs> when did you know, first of all, that you wanted to marry Tammy?
6: Uh moment I met her, but we did. Wow. What? What? Yeah, what do you mean? What? Hang on, like, what? Okay. You just love at first sight, bro.
2: What this is, I love this is,
1: that no, it's extraordinary. Mm. I
2: love that. I can yeah, so so what was it about she's obviously stunning looking, but what was it? What was like did you speak at all or
6: uh yeah, we clicked straight away. Like yeah. our personalities were both like goofy, we're both funny, like we both, you know, clicked. So yeah. So, yeah. She, right
1: mate, she has 17 million Instagram followers. Is that right, or something like that? Yeah. So, something like, like that. massive <laughs> amount of Instagram followers. Yeah. You are, uh, you were on Love Island, and obviously, you're very yes. handsome man. There's no doubt about that. I can Thank say you. that, and you know, we can still. Well, even when we had a segment separ- on
2: here setting up single mums with toy boys, one of them actually came on and said, "We had like some pretty hot guys." Yeah. She's like, "Can you set me up with Matt Zakowski? We were really? like. Really? What? Yeah, yes. so
1: you're you're hot to trot you are yes. you're, you're the top of, of the ago. pops when yeah. it comes to young men who are hot. Now oh, but thank it, you. Thank had you,
2: so you Yes. It just is. No, no I I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> oh, I'm not hearing
6: it. A great chorus I
2: know what here. you're gonna ask, you, is you just ask. I, I, you're gonna ask, aren't you?
1: <laughs> no, you I don't know I don't know no what I was gonna ask.
2: No, just do what you're gonna do. What was I
1: gonna do? I was just gonna you say, just do it, mate. <laughs>
0: Matt's sitting here waiting um, for it. Yeah. And you just, <laughs> can you just hurry <laughs> out? He's crossed his arms now. It was going yeah, to be something Come like.
6: Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, how, you how,
1: how often did who, who made the first move? Thank you. Who made the first move? Thank
6: you. What do you mean? Like, who's... Well, who's,
1: did, you, did you slide into her DMs? Did she slide into your DMs?
6: I slid in inviting her to uh, my live show that I was doing for my podcast. And then <sighs> she love hearted it. And I was like, well, that's a conversation killer. That's not going to go anywhere. So I left it and then two weeks later she messaged me.
2: Oh, so love a
1: love that. heart from her after for the invitation yeah. but no interaction. No but interaction. then you held off and yeah. then she came to so you. See, you. you both yeah. played it well. She yeah. played it really
2: well by waiting and you played it really well by not desperately clamouring. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's
6: brilliant. She said she wasn't used to that because normally like if she did that to a guy, they're all over it. But I was just yeah. like. I wasn't, yeah, oh. I was in, I was in a different part of my life. I wasn't really looking to date. I was just yes. like, you know. You were zen. Yeah.
2: We we focus a lot in society on women who are doing IVF and trying to get pregnant and, and infertility, but not as much in the male side. And you've experienced this yourself. So what's your situation?
6: Uh, so to put it like frank, I will never naturally conceive children. Yeah. So... I found, when I was 24, I found out that I have no sperm uh, in my semen. Yeah, right. uh, So you wouldn't
2: have noticed as a young bloke kind of, you know, it just, it looks the same, does it? Kind of normal or?
6: Well, yeah, I guess I was obviously not really trying to have a child. So I'd be like wearing protection (laughs) or on birth control all that sort of stuff. But um, one of my exes did say that it was the, so this is what flagged it for me. She said that it was the same consistency. My sperm as a guy she dated who had had a vasectomy. Wow. uh, It it turns out her knowledge of. No, but it's pretty red flag. (laughs) A (laughs) (laughs) bit of a red flag (laughs) if that happened.
1: So it would be the same as mine because I've had a. Yeah. Let's not compare, but um, <laughs> kind of a, I've had a vasectomy, so yeah, 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 cool. me and Matt would be similar. I mean, yeah, you guys are well, I'm be sorry, a, <laughs> as much
6: as I'd like it to be the same, it, it's not. The doctor later said that there's yeah. no correlation. Okay, right. Right. So and there's so, no, yeah, but it got yeah. me into the How does that make you same? feel as a man? Because
2: yeah. women, a lot of women define themselves by their ability to become a mother because traditionally that was essentially our only role in the earth thousands of years ago, what is it like for a man to hear that you can't
6: have children? Uh, Yeah, I did have trouble with that right at the start. Like I did say to like my my family and that like the wrong reason I was here on earth is to do that and I, I can't do it. So that was pretty hard. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty hard. Even
2: when you're young and probably weren't ready at that stage, but looking ahead, it it was difficult.
6: I did say that. I said, when I was like upset about it, I was like, I'm not upset for me now. I'm upset for me in like 10, 15 years from now, where like everyone around me is going through children and having kids. Yeah. And I might not have the chance. Look, there is a chance that I can, possibly. They've got to do like a surgery, but...
2: And you and Tammy want it. She's got three kids already, um, two beautiful kids, and then a bubby. What was it, po- Posy? Posy. I was going to say Polly. Um, you guys would like to have your own child together?
6: Uh yes, yes. Yeah. We had that conversation literally last night. Um, yeah. we, we're going to explore that. Obviously, no time. Not in the distant future, no. But yeah, if, we would like to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, it's a, and I technology would, changes. What they can do now is phenomenal. Yeah,
6: I'd like to have. I would love to have one of my own. Yeah, like, and even hanging obviously- around.
1: You're someone who wants to be a father and I mean, you're, you're marrying a beautiful woman who has three young children. So you are going to
6: experience, you know, being a father really, aren't you? Yeah, I am. And being around her children a lot more has made me not clucky. Is that the word no, that's No, I that's, clucky that's, works. That's clucky the works. Clucky. It's made me a yeah, lot more yeah. clucky and a lot more like, well, yeah, I could see, cause I never could see myself doing it, but now I'm like, yeah. Does it but also
2: at times you're like, oh God, thank God I get to go home? Because I, we all get that too. I'm
6: not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to not he gonna he get he to go not. home. He's, he's <laughs> not going to get He's marrying. They're marrying. He's, <laughs> you're going to be there, mate. I, no, so. I'm as sad to leave them when I go back to Melbourne as I am to leave her.
2: I, I love well, that. Well, that's good,
6: but you, that's not going to happen soon because you are going to move to the Gold Coast, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, so I won't be leaving. I'll be
0: there. You <laughs> won't be there. <leaving. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don't no, yeah. <laughs> uh, Enjoy. Thank you, Matt. Lovely to see you. Uh, where's your head at? The podcast on your listener app. L I S T N R. Today FM. Yeah, 60. ten, sixty. Don't take it into the weekend. Get it off your chest. Give something a forking. Get your fork you Friday gift
1: pack. I'm going to start it off with my wife's copping it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a forking. Good. Got a text message from her this morning. We won Powerball. Oh, my I'm God. Like, good. Turn around, about to tell you all to shove it and walk out the door. Then the next message comes through, $12.20. Oh, boo. Fuck what? you. No, not... Fuck you. We spent 90.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. ouch. So we've that's lost
1: a... 80, haven't yeah, we? you're down. 78. You've lost 78 dollars. We haven't won <laughs> d- nothing. <laughs> I'm going to hang around here,
2: uh-huh. you idiot. Oh, oh you know? disappointing. really turned nasty. Yeah. It turned oh, on Jesus. us. <laughs> Anything. It was yeah. aimed at I was at happy us. for it to, to be full tank at Holly, but <laughs> you need to bring us into it. We're your colleagues. She's just your would wife. You, would you
0: like to go, Erin, or would you like
2: to let um, folks have a swing? Yeah, I'd like to... You have nah, let, let's it? let people have a swing and I'll have All a right. think. I'm just oh such right. a happy, relaxed person yeah. this year that exactly nothing really least. angers me. So
1: many hot dudes coming in telling Aaron she's great, you know. <laughs> we had the Love Island guy, we had the chef. grace,
2: gracious me. My dress what is about? not see-through, by the way. It's well, sheer. Lucia...
3: Uh, hi, guys. Look, I'm vertically challenged and just trying to find uh, a really nice dress that I don't have to get altered um, or, oh. or shop in the limited petite section is very frustrating. I, I know there's first problems, but yes. No, 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 no it's not. Take you it gotta away. Yell,
1: fork you. Yell it out. <laughs> fork you. Perfect. Fork you. Yeah, genetics. Like
0: <laughs> Take that genetics. My son's
1: too tall and skinny. That's his problem. So like Ed, actually I realized, Aaron why Ed always wears pants that looks like, you know, they're like three-quarter length. It's the tall, skinny people who cannot find jeans that I've cover never seen their Ed ankles. three-quarter pants. <laughs> they, every single pair of pants he wears is three-quarters. They're not three-quarter. they
2: I reckon, they're seven-eighths.
1: Or they're, they're probably five-six. If we're going to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't find pants. You've never peak. found a pant to, to cover your ankle, have you? I've never. I've no. I've,
0: I've had it, my ankles have been out mm-hmm. for the best part of forty <laughs> years. Which mm. is <laughs> why I've gone to mini skirts. Mm. So, Maddie, <laughs> take it away.
3: Um, I would like to give a big forking to the bush turkeys at the zoo. I'm here oh. to see monkeys, uh, elephants, yeah. so and giraffes not have my lunch stolen by well, okay. bush turkeys. No, this is I like amazing.
0: It. Give it to them. Give it to
3: them. Loud well, as you can. Fork you, bush turkeys. Yeah, I like it. You <gasps> know
1: what? That's a classic. That's a classic. So, the it's bush turkeys good. and the bin chickens—they're the two, aren't no, they? No, they're weird. But the
0: bush turkeys are more—they're more confident. Yeah, the bin, the bin, bin chickens, are, chickens
2: are insecure. They're. They sound really annoying. They're desperate for attention. They're They're dirty. They don't wash (laughs) bad teeth. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: pin pin chickens are reasonably (laughs) confident, especially when they're drinking their bottled water. (laughs) Anyway, it's an ad I did.
2: Uh, That's another one one to add to the making it about him, team. Well, that was just all right. Come on.
0: Uh, Don, Jimmy.
3: I just wanted to say fuck you to the guy that closed the door on me when I was trying to get to the (laughs) the elevator. He saw me.
2: Yeah, I've He's been guilty sorry. of this. I've no, done this. Sometimes I just can't be bothered and I pretend that I'm trying and I'm not. Sorry. You, but yeah, you pretend you you're pressing yeah. the door open, ooh, but ooh, you're ooh. actually pressing the close. door shut, aren't you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Jimmy, you're good you give good lift, don't you, Jimmy? <laughs> oh, definitely.
2: Yeah, but Jimmy, yeah, if you're tired like and you're stressed, you're fighting with your part like if you, oh, you don't want to make conversation with some punishing lift, do you?
3: Oh, but we don't make conversation. We just gotta let the person in and, you know, they yeah. saw us, and we're close.
0: That's a good mm. point. It's very true, Jimmy. Give it to him. <laughs> Give it to him, Jimmy.
1: I've got to do it. Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck on. you. Well Look, over the summer holidays, we did go to Queensland and stayed in a large apartment building mm-hmm. called the, well, it was the Salt, no, the Soul Building. And two of the lifts were out. It was absolutely mayhem with just jam-packed lifts day after day. And there was people just missing out. Mm. When not the, the, Our lift is full. Get the next lift and they would just try to rugby tackle us to get into the lift.
2: Okay, I'd just like to, I don't think anyone tried to rugby tackle you. No,
1: but that's why I had a bit of money I to try. To <laughs> no, it's good, man. You got involved.
2: porky
0: Friday. <laughs> Today FM.